You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Thank you for joining us, Walshy and Lyle. G'day boys. Very g'day, Tony. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you, Walshy. Lyle, hello to you, mate. How you going, mate? Doing Excellent. Well. Since you like to be personally introduced, I thought I'd better do that. Yeah, thanks, mate. I don't want to be... Sometimes I can sit here for near five, ten minutes without... I know. Work. I don't know if you guys do that deliberately or not. Uh, how am I, I, I definitely, I certainly do it deliberately. Yeah, mm. I'm sure you would. Uh, I'm home this week, left hospital, back home, doing the podcast from there, so that's great. Yep, yep. Rehab's going well. Yes, well, she actually, I must thank you, Brent, for yes, taking me to my surgeons today. I really appreciate that, since I couldn't um, drive. But uh, as we were coming back, we drove over the Westgate and we saw the Port Melbourne uh, place where you work, Lyle, and I waved and I said, hey, Lyle. And well, she said, get fucked, Lyle. Does that well, sound that like me? Sounds about right. Does that sound <laughs> yeah. like me? You, you guys could have popped in. I, I would have uh, had someone make you a coffee. I probably would have driven in the wrong entrance and then got yelled at by the foreman. It was like oh, 11 that's... o'clock, so we thought you might have been having your lunch. <laughs> what time was it? 11 o'clock. 11? I'd already <laughs> had my lunch for at 10 o'clock, mate. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, um... when, when, when you're up at 5 a.m., lunch comes early. Yeah. He has his dinner at 3 p.m. You'll be in bed by 7. We'll have to start recording at 6. No, I've had my second dinner at 7. <laughs> Trust me, he's always in bed when we're recording. So Yeah, that's true too. Good point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went, I went out for dinner on the weekend. Oh, tell us about it. Oh, nice. um, yeah, I went to a nice little bistro near my house and uh, got there. Um, Steph sat down and... I went to go and get some drinks and turned around and JJ Ferno was in my seat. This is getting beyond help, isn't it? He was ordering, like, for the table. Wow. It was only two seats there? It was just... Yeah, it was a table, table for two. two. It was meant to be a romantic dinner. And was it? Well, I don't know. I've, I've, I haven't been told how the dinner went because I had to leave. COVID restrictions oh, being what they were. Yeah. I actually heard Steph had a good time. That's yeah, that's too good of a time. <laughs> did he order well? Like did you still have to pay for it? Well, it's come out of my account. He probably got the biggest steak too. Like the most expensive thing on the menu. He looks like that kind of guy. Uh, I don't know. We, but... we seriously need to get mediation for you guys, don't we? I'm not happy, Tony. No, I can imagine. Yeah. Right, we'll ask we'll see what we can organise. Yeah, they need to definitely Yeah. Hash this out, that's for sure. No, they do. Uh, Joel Bateman last week, good episode, boys. He was uh, honest as, which was great. 
Honest as what? As anyone who's honest. <laughs> More okay. honest than us. More that's honest than the sure. Attorney General, that's for sure. <laughs> no political stuff. For a wrestling podcast. There's no poli- politics. No, in no, no, no room for that. No, no politics in wrestling, that's for sure. Uh, um, no, it, was a, it was a very good uh, chat. Always good catching up with Joel. Yeah. He's all right, I guess. Cancel a show and trying to start a new promotion during a world pandemic. But. Fingers crossed everything goes off without a hitch this weekend for the show. Looking forward to it. Speaking of cancelling a show, did you see what else was cancelled this week? You were talking about the Joey Ryan thing? No, I'm talking about Dr. Zeus. <laughs> Dr. Seuss? Cancelled Dr. Yeah. Zeus because six of his books have racial connotations about him. Yeah. I, didn't, uh, I haven't seen that. but um... Seriously, though, if Dr. Zeus can be cancelled, nothing's everything's up for grabs, isn't it? Well, I mean, Enid Blyton was a massive racist, so... <laughs> so I mean, half of those children's authors probably deserve to get cancelled. I don't... I don't... I'm not across this, Tony. You should have told us if you were going to bring it up. So I've got no <laughs> comment on Dr. Seuss, but... Um, Enid I thought Blyton, he was going to bring... Enid Blyton, massive racist. <laughs> I, I thought Tony was uh, talking about the that other wrestling show that got cancelled this week. And I was hoping we didn't talk about it because the less air that guy has. uh, No, no, I reckon you mentioned it. Like fancy a bloke who's accused of impropriety at best uh, with multiple women. How dare he try to get sneak his way back into the industry by running a charity show for women. Yeah. And then when you look any deeper, the charity is run by some, ministry that's been indicted on tax fraud joey ryan can go yeah. fuck himself yeah well that, that's for sure but he's he's found god in this and any uh, of his friends can as well yeah i don't know i think it says a lot to the people that got booked on the show that mm, well, they they, they couldn't have no they couldn't have known because he the promoter well i mean it's his show I, I mean, there's a couple that are his good friends that were on there, but other than that, I mean, I doubt he was making the calls himself. It's yuck. It's yuck. He just needs to go away. Yeah. yeah. Stop suing his victims. Mm. All right, boys. Time to run an interview that we did a couple of months ago when we uh, were invited to the death match down under Media Day back in January, if I remember correctly. Someone, someone we'd wanted to talk to for quite a while. Yes, exactly. And uh, she's been avoiding us. And we finally <laughs> cornered her. <laughs> and we cornered her at uh, the death match down under Media Day and spoke to her. We've had to hold off until our lawyers checked the interview a few times <laughs> to make sure it was okay. But here it is, a very special interview with the one and only Vixen. All right, great to have a chat to this lady. Of course, she's been booked for the death match down under series and it is vixen who joins us hello vixen welcome uh how's the last six or seven months treated you you feeling fit oh well i'm an essential worker so uh, it's been full on yeah absolutely full on but yeah i guess everyone's had their own stories and stuff that's happened over the last six to eight months but we're starting to get back to normal so yeah 
you probably would have had time for wrestling even if it was on. You guys were pretty busy, weren't you? Yeah, I, I work in a butcher shop, so it was crazy. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> I always <laughs> made time to watch wrestling on TV. Even if, yeah. Yeah, to escape the crazy world. <laughs> and how's the time off been to heal up some injuries and, and stuff like that? Is, has that been okay? Uh, I prefer to keep wrestling, to be honest. Because I feel like once you stop, that's when you feel everything. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, not nah, the body's feeling good. Like, yeah. There's, there's no secret that um, your preferred style of wrestling is hardcore deathmatch. It's what you love. How long have you been waiting for a promotion like this to come to Australia and Melbourne? I would say it would have to be in the, fir- in the first or second year when I started wrestling. That was about 17 years ago now. Um, I was a huge fan of FMW back in the day, um, trading tapes, borrowing tapes of other wrestlers. Um, I just found it very captivating, like just hypnotised by it. And I've always wanted to do it. But in saying that, at the end of the day, someone's got to give you a chance to do it. Yeah. Someone's got to believe in you. And I feel that Deathmatch Down Under is going to do that. Like, yeah. And what's, the, what's the mindset? before a hardcore match or a death match compared to a, a regular match? Is the mindset different in the locker room before heading out? Do you mean like for me personally? Yeah, just for yourself. Yeah, psyching yourself Yeah, definitely. Up. Like, um, it takes me about a good week to get myself pumped up for a death match. Well, probably not so much a week, but just got like, get it in there. Just, I don't know, it's hard to explain. I don't want to, I don't have any, like, weird things that people do like someone might eat a banana before they go out or, <laughs> or things like that I just um, for me I think what the crowd will be feeling and I want to feel that while I'm in the ring so it takes me a good a good half week or so to get into the mindset if that makes sense Probably so when, doesn't. when I'm in a crowd of a death match or a hardcore match I'm feeling anxiety I'm sweating I'm nervous <laughs> oh, for yeah. the performance so you're feeling what I'm feeling yeah definitely oh, thank God. definitely like it doesn't even have to be a death match it can be just a normal match like I get nervous I get sweaty I, I need to pee every two seconds but at the end of the day as we go through the curtain all that goes away and it's just yeah it's a great escape <laughs> uh, one thing that Deathmatch Down Under appears to be doing is giving a lot of wrestlers from different promotions who haven't worked together a lot an opportunity to to shine. Um, you had a number of matches last year against Asia, and I feel like you guys have an amazing chemistry, and I've enjoyed every time you've wrestled together. Do you hope that you get the opportunity to do more of that? Yeah, I definitely love wrestling different people. And Aisha is de- definitely a hidden gem of Victoria. Like when I first seen her, I first wrestled her about three years ago. I could tell this girl, this wrestler has talent. And I would love to get down and dirty with her with light tubes. And if she's ready, I'm ready. Hey, that's, I don't know if anyone's ready for you with light tubes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the world's ready. <laughs> the other thing, too, with. Uh, with deathmatch wrestling, and I've just totally forgot. Oh, no, sorry. The other thing about deathmatch down under is the fact that they're gender neutral, which is fantastic. So there is no women's matches or men's matches. It's just wrestlers up against wrestlers, and it really is about time that a promotion has really gone strong on that. So I've been doing that for the last 16 years. Yeah. I'm a wrestler. I'm not 
I don't identify myself as a women's wrestler or as a diva or whatever. I'm just a pro wrestler and I go out there and hopefully I'm hoping that the other wrestler in the ring can bring it. Yeah. But yeah, I've been fighting for that for about 17 years. I've, I trained with the guys when I first started. I wrestle like a guy. It, apparently I'm really intimidating, but I don't really see that. So. No, 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 I'm sitting next to you. I'm not scared at all. I'm a little bit. That's myself. A dream match of yours, death match wise, who, who would it be? Anyone in the world? Obviously, it has to be in Melbourne. <laughs> so, for me, it would be Junkasai. And a three, it would be a three-way. And probably Takeda. Easily. He's, uh, he's amazing, Takeda. Seeing him live and in person yeah. uh, blew me away. He's pretty awesome for the next generation that's come down from... You know, you've got your Junkasai, and then you've got Takeda, and then I'm so keen what's going to come after. Like, I know there's a lot of new upcomers and freedoms now, which is amazing. Um, yeah, that would be my dream match. You um, had some time out. It was probably two, just on two, three years ago now with, a, with an injury. Um, what was the process like spending so much time out of the ring building back up to fitness and getting ready to get back in the ring? So it was pretty hard because I still went to a lot of shows. Um, I still wanted to be around it. I still wanted to go support my friends. It was pretty hard because I was out for quite some time. Um, getting back was very mind-blowing. Like It wasn't an easy road. All the therapy, all the, everything that goes with rehabbing after a shoulder surgery. Um, but yeah, I think my, fir- my first match back was against Erica Reid. And I remember I was shitting myself because I was just so nervous that people were looking at me for about 20 minutes or so. But yeah, I, I don't wish injuries upon anyone, but it was just my time. Everyone gets their time. And it was just the card I was dealt, unfortunately. Longer than I hoped. But um, getting back to it, there was definitely more drive to do better, to help more people, to give advice where I can, and to make more of a name for myself. Yeah, and when you came back, I noticed that you're such a point of difference in Melbourne wrestling. Um, from the moment you stepped through the curtain and you let out that blood-curdling scream, everyone knows that they're about to watch Vixen, and it's such a um, it's such an entertaining presence in the ring. Um, is that something that you were really just keen to, to work on, your full presentation while you were out injured? Well, to be honest, when I was out injured, I was just studying old tapes on wrestling. Like, there's all the glitz and glamour that people love, but at the end of the day, I'm a wrestler. I love wrestling. Like, obviously, the glamour and everything comes with it, but that's not my biggest focus. My focus is telling the story in the ring with my wrestling. Like, everyone knows when they see me or hear my entrance, I'm there to fuck shit up. Yeah. Like, that's, that's exactly what you're thinking. To me, I'm just a version of myself, but supercharged. Yeah. Like, I don't stand for shit. I don't like bullies. I don't... No. How much does working at the butcher shop get you ready for cutting people up in the ring? It's pretty fun. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people get upset about, you know, the meat industry these days, but, um... 
yeah, it's prepared me well for wrestling. I know it sounds silly, but yeah, it's probably something you can't understand. But yeah, no, it's um, it goes hand in hand with each other. So yeah, it's fun. Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Good luck with wrestling when it comes back in the next month or two. And we look forward to seeing you at that uh, you. the first night. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. See ya. I came to I play. To play. There's a price to pay. Tough for you to get down on your knees. I And welcome back, second segment of the show. Great insight into Vixen. Yeah, it was um, a really good chat. I remember when we recorded it and I would have liked to have, have kept going, to be honest. Yeah, been, been in the industry a long time. Definitely have Vixen back on anytime she wants to come back on the show, that's for sure. You, Yeah, and she, look, I think Vixen's in a a part of her career now where she's really working hard to lift up other people as well. I've, I've seen her um, really try to take Aisha under her wing as an example. And she's um, really been um, fantastic for the careers of some of the younger wrestlers. All right. One person that we're taking under our wing is our super serious newsreader for our I think super she's serious... taking us under her wing. Well, she might be too, actually. Our super serious news segment. As we say good day to Eleni Thomas. Hello, Eleni. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Tony. How are you? Yeah, great. Thanks. Thanks for joining us again this week. A lot of great reports about the new segment last week. So. We're going to hold on to this because uh, it seems like it's working really well. We're going to kick it off with uh, New Japan Wrestling News this week, and uh, they're going to unify some belts. They are very um, exciting news for any New Japan Pro Wrestling fans. Uh, So a recent report from Tokyo Sports has revealed that New Japan Pro Wrestling will be unifying the IWGP Heavyweight and IWGP Intercontinental Championships into a new title. So um, the New Japan Pro Wrestling chairman, Naoki Shikabayashi discussed within the report that the heavyweight and intercontinental titles will be unified as the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And then the report went on to add that Kota Ibushi, the current double champ, will be recognized as the first IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and that his first defense of the title will be against the winner of the New Japan Cup. So very exciting news, some big moves happening in um, the world of Japan wrestling. Well, there you go, boys. What do you think of that uh, New Japan Wrestling uh, unifying those two titles? Yeah, I don't mind them unifying the titles. That's fair enough. They've got the, the Never title there that can be the secondary title. I just don't understand starting a whole new lineage um, with the new titles. You know, the New Japan world title or what the new, new belt's going to be called. Starting fresh, losing all that history behind the uh, prestigious IWGP championship. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that I- Disappointing w- for me. That IWGP championship belt is such a good-looking belt as well, so the yeah, pressure's on who so is designing the new one. Oh, 100%. But, you know, 
leading into a, a title match and then on the big screen, they go through every every winner of that belt. It's always, it's an event. I'm disappointed they're going to throw away that lineage, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I'm sure New Japan Wrestling know what they're doing. Sure they do. Better than us, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, let's have a look at some uh, WWE news and good news for uh, an injured wrestler at the moment who's uh, reportedly received a new contract. Yeah, absolutely. So Fightful Select reported today that WWE SmackDown superstar Chelsea Green has reportedly signed a new three-year deal with WWE. So Green, who is currently recovering from a wrist injury she suffered back in November, has been given the extension to her contract that was set to expire in winter of this year. Uh, no news has been given to whether Chelsea Green will be able to return to in-ring competition anytime soon. However, a photo she posted on her Instagram with recent WWE signee Taya Valkyrie suggests she's back to training soon. So that's good, especially in a year where WWE have been releasing everyone. It's nice to see them actually extending people's contracts. It certainly is. There's no doubt about it. And uh, Goldberg seems to be on a... Uh on an extended contract himself. He can come and go whenever he likes. And there's a brand new documentary coming out about uh, the old man. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the WWE has announced that they'll be releasing a documentary this weekend that will focus on the legendary wrestler Goldberg. And so the doco will be entitled Goldberg at 54. And so the official description of the documentary released by the WWE describes the doco as one that follows the WWE Hall of Famer as he prepared for his WWE Championship match against Drew McIntyre at Royal Rumble in January. This intimate look at the former Universal and World Heavyweight Champion reveals the mental and physical challenges that Goldberg was forced to confront during his most recent comeback as he um, readied to challenge a world beater 20 years his junior. And so that documentary will be premiering on the 7th of March. All right, guys, off the back of the WWE news there. First of all, great to see uh, Chelsea Green getting that three-year deal. As Eleni said, so many people have uh, been sacked by WWE over the last uh, eight to 12 months. It's good to see someone actually getting a contract. I think half of indie wrestling got a contract last week, but um, (laughs) Chelsea Green, it would be good to see her get in the ring because she hasn't had much luck with injuries since she's been signed. Um, I think she's been out three times. Uh, it seems like every time she comes back, she has a mishap and injures herself. So here's hoping she gets a good run at it um, because I've, I've barely seen her wrestle. Yeah, I think it just speaks to the confidence that AEW, uh, AEW, WWE have in Chelsea. You know, yeah, I think she injured herself in her comeback match or her second match when she broke her wrist and yeah, have, having that confidence of the company behind you to sign you to a three-year deal yeah, when you haven't also, wrestled that much, it's actually really good. It's also important that one of the people living in that house have got a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if the other person's contract might be coming up too. And looking forward to the uh, documentary coming out uh, about Goldberg? Um, I'll probably watch it. I'm not sure looking forward to is the right thing. I think they had a, didn't they do a thing on him two years ago? I, th- um, I thought they did a day of, a day of probably yeah, the, two months ago. Was, <laughs> plus all the Hall of Fame stuff. I mean, I'm a bit over Goldberg, to be honest. 
Yeah. Oh, it's just more content for the network. WWE documentaries are always easy to watch. They, they're good for what they are. I'm, I'm not going to complain. I'll watch it on a lazy Sunday. I just call those Sundays. Yeah. All right, Eleni, let's have a look at uh, what's happening in the world of the AEW. Yeah, so some exciting news for um, AEW fans. Um, on Thursday's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, AEW president Tony Khan revealed his interest in bringing former WWE star Zelina Vega to the brand. So for anyone who doesn't know, Vega was released by the WWE back in November of last year after having issues with the company's new policy and rules surrounding her work on third-party companies like Twitch. Khan said during the interview that he believes Vega to be still under a 90-day non-compete clause and that he's waiting for that to pass before beginning to talk with her. When we get through this women's title elimination tournament and through Revolution, I would be interested to see where she's at, he said. So very exciting, I think, news for her as well. Uh, great news for women also that uh, AWE, uh, AEW, sorry, you're looking at uh, picking her up. Uh, she very good wrestler. Absolutely. I think she was completely underutilized um, in the WWE. Obviously, she had great mic skills, but I think she was also such a great wrestler. So it would be lovely to see her find a new home. I think it was, you know, obviously a big discussion back in November when she was pushing for unionization, which has been a giant issue in the WWE. So I think it's a very good move from AEW. And it seems at this stage, they're just picking the best talent from WWE, just poaching everyone. So that would be a big signing for them, for sure. Well, if the WWE don't want them, then they might as well go somewhere else. Exactly, 100%. Your thoughts on that, boys? Yeah, I think that's a good... I think that'd be a good move. Um, Zelina's definitely got more to offer. And the way they're using Alistair Black at the moment, it might be a good way to get him in. But um, Zelina Vega's... I think really talented. She's good on the mic um, and underrated in the ring. Yeah. Oh, welcome addition to the women's division, AEW. It was interesting when uh, Meltzer asked Tony Khan in the interview, had he uh, spoken to Selena yet? And it was very coy around the 90-day non-compete clauses and everything. You assume she's going to end up there for sure. Yeah. Bilingual as well, which I think um, I think is a huge a huge thing. I think the more um, wrestlers you can get in who are bilingual, it just opens up new markets for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what's her third party agreements going to be? She's still going to be able to stream in AEW. That's going to be okay. She'll be to, yeah, she'll be able to keep all of those, which is going to which is be a, <laughs> a big selling point. And finally, Eleni, uh, we spoke last week about the AEW releasing a video game, but this week you're going to tell us that they are involved in a video game already. Yeah, so they've obviously um, got lots of talks and they're really wanting to push into the video game world because they've just released one. So the game entitled AEW Casino Double or Nothing is a mobile game that is now available to download for free on Google Play and the Apple App Store. And so the game was created in partnership with developer Karma Games and is supposedly the first of three gaming titles under the AEW Games brand. And our AEW co-executive vice president and current world champion Kenny Omega had this to say about the game's release. He said, working closely with Karma Games, it's easy to see why they're a leader in the global social casino space with more than 150 million players. Casino said in the press conference, and he went on to say that 
In launching AEW Games, our mission is to deliver a vastly superior gaming experience for wrestling fans, starting with two mobile games and a revolutionary console game. We think that AEW Casino, Double or Nothing, is poised to become the best wrestling-themed mobile casino offering in the world. So big words from Kenny Omega. Um, hopefully the game backs up what he's saying. That would be great to see. So I've downloaded the game and had a look at it. And effectively oh. all it is, it is literally casino games. So there's blackjack and roulette and all that sort of stuff. And all the croupiers are AEW talent. That is amazing. So they've done a really good job in getting the brand out there. I, I, I wouldn't suggest that anyone want to buy this game for its wrestling presence because it doesn't seem to have any but if you're looking at losing a couple of dollars to sting on the blackjack table then maybe this isn't a bad way to go boys finally aew aew games have finally released a game they've been working on three games simultaneously for a while and what a letdown it's a disgrace (laughs) it's literally the thumbnail is i think it's sting and maybe darby allen on the thumbnail, and then you open yep. the game, the load screen is Brandy and Sting again, I think. That's Jerry where the AEW tie-in. That's it. AEW tie-in ends. Like, I played it for about five or six minutes. I went to a few different tables. You know, you have you create your own avatar. You can't use a rec- wrestler's likeness or anything. It just seems they've spray-painted AEW over someone else's game. Um, and it's not a good game either. There. It's basically well, going to the casino. You have to pay to play, essentially, but you can't win anything. So it's like going to, so it's like going to the casino with you, Tony. Yeah. Um, for me, like honestly, to release this as your first game, it's ridiculous. Like, if you're going to bring in like a what's clearly just a money grab. Don't do it with your first ever game when you've been touting that you were going to, you've been touting your games division and that you're going to be taking this seriously. Kenny Omega has got a lot to answer for. Well, that's what I was thinking. AEW games, they're gamers. So you think the the games that they do release would be for fans of wrestling games. And at no point, it's not even close to wrestling games. No, it's not. Nothing. At no, no point do they um, say that. They say it's a wrestling themed game, but it's not. There's no, there's no themes. There's, there's the no one wrestling theme, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're like the tables aren't themed. You know, there's it's there's not turnbuckles on the. I don't know. Yeah, don't know, maybe Tony they're still working. <laughs> I thought you would have had like, like wrestling kind of stuff. I thought wrestlers like the uh, would be the croupiers or something. Yeah, to be nothing. fair, Tony, they could be, and you probably wouldn't recognise them. Oh, there's that too. And if you did, <laughs> you'd get their name wrong. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I think mate, maybe they're going to add on, you know, patch it, patch uh, the AW tie-in. In, All right, but, but if you're gonna, if you need to patch it, why are you releasing it? Yeah, true. All right, enough about uh, it. Just, We've promoted they, enough. That's it. They no just more. stuck an AEW sticker on. Don't it and it a game. download it. Don't download it. It's not good. All right, Eleni, thank you so much again for our super serious news here on the Turnbuckle. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Perfect. Thank you for having me. And, yes, can't wait to deliver some more super serious news for you all. Eleni Thomas with super serious wrestling news.
right, let's get into, uh, speaking of news, did you see an article on Twitter, Lyle? Something that I thought Walshy was promoting as his own when he said that he had come up yeah. with this idea about Australian wrestlers versus international wrestlers post-COVID. And then all of a sudden, it I read this my article own. that was written by Andy Coyne. So, well, she are yeah, you stealing that, people's ideas? I wrote that article. Nah, nah. I read it, Tony. Halfway through, I, I, the light bulb went off. This is, this is too well written. But it's got Andy Coyne's I name down the side. It says written by Andy Coyne. I yeah. sent it to both of you a week and a half ago. How would no, I have got my hands on it? I didn't see it? it. Did you see it? Lyle? Tony, I saw it. Tony, Tony, let's leave Lyle out of this for a moment. You know very well that Andy's got formed with this sort of stuff. He claims to be Australia's number one ring announcer and commentator. Well, actually, you could have. When you know that it's you. Or now he's trying to claim my other. intellectual. Now he's claiming my intellectual property as his own. Yeah, nah, stuff him. I'm Do we cancel Andy right, Coyne? Do we cancel no, Andy I'm not going to cancel him. I like him, but. Geez, Andy, oh, bit of credit would be nice. Put him on notice. I'm going to write him a so, strongly. Word. I'm going to put it this way to quote my good friend Slade Mercer I'm going to pen a strongly worded letter. Well, make sure you sign your own name, not Andy's this time. you awkward getting, <laughs> getting, getting, getting a letter mailed to from himself. That's going to be weird. Uh, no. I did get a lot of questions of- about why Andy's name was at the bottom of the article. Yeah. All a bit of fun. Hey, it was of- good. It was a good talking point on Twitter. Yeah, you did. You did well, well, Welshy. It was well written, man. Speaking of well uh, letters, what do you well. think, Misthorpe? Speaking of letters, what do you think, Misthorpe, when he got the letter saying that uh, the title was going to be handed over to Bobby Lashley on Monday? <laughs> I assume you already <laughs> knew, but um, this is what I suspected would happen. Um, I don't know if it's. I don't know. I don't know about. Um, hot shotting the title like that. I didn't watch the show, so it's hard for me to say. But um, I thought there would have been like a two or three week. What? They've turned it into the twenty four seven title. Yes, you could just go off the Well, bet your uh, microphone, Tony, is uh, playing up. Oh, I apologise for that. Is that better? No, no it's better when it's playing up. We can't hear you. <laughs> It was a a strong eight-day title reign. Uh, It was one of the best eight-day title reigns. I I think you'll find. He did have one. He did. It was his second defense. No, well, in the night, defending champion, having to defend twice in a night's a lot to ask. Yeah, yeah. Poor, but well, that's how he won it. So he should have to defend it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's good to see Bobby Lashley get the. Get the big one, finally. 14 years. I think he's uh, been in and out of the country uh, company. So, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice moment. Then the Hurt, the hurt business. Uh, they're doing they got all the gold at the moment. Yep, yeah. MVP's really pulled that crew together. Did uh, we win a Wrestling Observer Award? No. Oh. We should have. Do they have a best podcast? I don't know, I don't know how to put ourselves in the ballot. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who was robbed was um, Pat LaPrade. Yeah, he was a, he was a bit stiff. Um, oh, look, in fairness, though, I don't think his book has won any um, wrestling championships, and that might have got 
the Young Bucks book over the line because it's the current um, heavy metal, Iron Man heavy metal weight DDT champion. So maybe that's what got it over the line. Could have been. It could have been. It's um, I, I read uh, I read all those books. I would have. I would have. If I voted, I would have voted for Pat's book on uh, Andre the Giant. Um, Tony would Tony would have voted for something by Dr. Seuss probably, or or Ken Shamrock's book. That was I read the Young Bucks book. It, it was actually a really good book. You know, going into them building their empire and yeah. who ghost wrote it? Uh, Papa Papa Buck is that his name? No, it's written. <laughs> if anyone has read the Hardy Boys book, it's written like that, where they take it in turns writing on each subject. Big font. Um, it was good. <laughs> 300 pages 200 photos it was <laughs> no it was, it was actually it really 120 pages and, in smaller font yeah well that's it um you know a nice quick three and a half hour audio book <laughs> now of course they they were going to win it's the observer awards they're slanted um to the hardcore wrestling no no they're, 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 look the slanted to the people who got the same taste in wrestling as Dave, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, because yeah. um, that's that's what he likes, so that's what most of the listeners like. And um, people are going to seek out the media that agrees with their worldview. That's what most of us do. Um, yeah, like the people who listen to Cornette are old fuddy duddies. Like it's just what people do. I just got a message come up on my computer telling me I can buy an acre of land on the moon for $46.12. Yeah, I don't like know if I'm not that. sure if it's good for farming. Any coincidence that you downloaded that AEW game, now you're getting these <laughs> Possibly. investment opportunities? Possibly. <laughs> i tell you what, that deal, that deal of um, 46 bucks for an acre of moon rock is a much no, better moon deal land. than... Yeah, it's all, it's all rock up there. No, um, is much better than the deal of paying forty six bucks for some virtual chips to play the AEW game. <laughs> Just don't know I if I'm ever going to get to see the land. Go and steal your wife's <laughs> credit card and buy it. <laughs> someone once paid. Someone once, as a gift, bought me a star. As what? And I had to pretend it was a good gift. What are you ah. doing with that? Is it just a piece of paper? Which one? Yeah, I've got no idea. I didn't even... This is how much I appreciated the gift. I didn't look up. <laughs> Alpha 12735 Tester or something. Well, it's named after me now. So. You've and who's got been... authority? Who's got authority to sell these stars? Like, there People could be from like... Nigeria. The Prince of Nigeria <laughs> has been given the authority. <laughs> You've always been a star in our eyes, Walshie. No, oh, thank you, Tony. That's all right. <laughs> uh, Riot City Wrestling, from what I hear, has had a massive show at the Adelaide Fringe. That's fantastic news. Yeah, near near four hundred people uh, hopped in the big circus tent, Tony. Bit of a throwback for you, mate. Bit of a head of yeah. head of my you time. Didn't have, right? You didn't have three hundred people. <laughs> we had one hundred and twenty. Yeah, but how many of those jumped over the back fence and didn't pay? No, that was at the Torquay Footy Club. Tony, Tony counted, <laughs> counted feet instead of heads. We, we seriously had 500 at the Torquay Footy Club 
and the gate brought me 740 bucks. <laughs> Any wrestlers still chasing you up for that payday, Tony? No, no, no. Uh, I was looked after with a fake check. That's <laughs> a fake check which allowed me to pay the wrestlers. I'd learned from the best. I learned from the best in the business. Is there Fuck a, Dom. That's your limitations on this, Tony. You should be recording. No names this. needed. Okay. Oh. You did say talking footy club. I don't know. I'm sure people. I'm sure people know who I'm talking about. <laughs> people will be checking up cage match now. Find out what this is about. Was it Fat Dom, Tony? Who? They gave you the fake check. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's dead, so you can you can say anything you want about yeah, him. Still have respect for his wife and his family. I don't think they listen. Oh, yes, it was then. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to rob a bank with Tony. That didn't take much to get out. <laughs> uh, it was always him. Don't worry. Uh, it was always him. So great stuff for uh, Right City Wrestling because they had to cancel a week or two ago. No, that was that was Wrestle Rampage. Tony. Oh, okay, yeah. I knew it was a show yeah. in Adelaide. Um, yeah, and I think think they're. Looking at March the twentieth, another show. The I think venue. Yeah, I think these shows are a fantastic idea for wrestling companies. We saw MCW do it with a uh, good beer week, um, yeah. which I believe Wrestle Rock are gonna. I might be speaking out of school, but I believe something's happening on Good Beer Week again this year. Those sorts of shows bring new eyes um, that maybe aren't necessarily your hardcore um, regular follower. So people were seeing it in their program guides and things like that. Um, and then going to see a show for the first time in Australia. It's, uh, it's, it's a fantastic way to bring new people looking at the product. What about a wrestling quiz show during the comedy festival? I reckon that'd be a great idea. Who's going who's gonna to go to that tone? Yeah, good point. Uh, Moxley versus Kenta. New Japan wrestling boys. we to to sell tickets. Yeah, that was good. I was um, surprised wasn't the word. Come on, Lyle. You put this on the run sheet. Give us something. Yeah, well, Moxley defeated uh, Kenta, retaining the US title. So that means an AEW wrestler still has a New Japan title, which is is great. It means that AEW can still be involved or still will be involved in uh, New Japan Strong in the US tapings. That's good. Keeps that... um, that door ajar for uh, the relationship between New Japan and AEW, which I'm uh, looking forward to seeing once the uh, pandemic is over. How long until all America has their vaccine? About eight or nine months we'll before we have. Nice. We're, we're vaccinating one person every three days at the moment. So yeah, that's fine. We're on an island. That's no shit. Yeah, we'll be stuck on this island for a lot longer if we don't roll it. Oh, my God. A phone call. I wonder who got to be. This is not a call-in show, Tony. No, it's not. I'd ignore, ignore the call. Hello on the turnbuckle. Can I help you? Hello, boys. How are you? Who's that? <laughs> who do you think it is, Shebexter? Lyle Welchy. It's me, the host of WrestleBrainia, Jeff. Uh, you. Hello, you how are you? Did Hawko give you a number out? Yeah, Hawkeye gave me your number. That's right. I thought Hawkeye was the host. Hawkeye's the referee. Oh, okay. Hey, look, I've been, I've been all week 
I'm worried about whoever has to re- go against me in this tournament because we are going to win, and it, obviously we're going to win, and it's probably not going to be entertaining with how badly I beat whoever we're up against. They're going to well, be intimidated. They're going to be frightened. I've got to tell you, i got a flood of requests. i got a lot of people wanting to go up against you. Yeah. Of course you did. My name stood out. Who? I, don't care. I don't care who it is. Okay. Okay. I'm sure your listeners would like to know. Internationally trained by the great Lance Storm, won almost every title in Australia you could name. It's the one, the only, the very dangerous Carlo Cannon. Carlo Cannon? Goodness yeah. gracious, Melile. You're going up against Carlo Cannon. This is just a quiz, though, isn't it? There's no actual physical stuff happening. You guys would have to negotiate that with Carlo. You know, what happens on stage there is uh, far and well and truly beyond my control. As many people who have seen WrestleMania can tell you. Look, um, uh, Carlo Cannon? Yeah. Yeah, Carly. I don't care. I told you, I don't care who it is. Like Carlo Cannon, who did he ever beat? Excellent. Well, I've always beat. said, Walshy, if you want to be the best, you've got to beat the best. And Carlo obviously wants to be the best because he wants to beat me. But we're with you, aren't we, sort of? He's kind you of guaranteed be. it. He's kind of told me he's going to beat you. So you guys would better sort of congregate and get your brains together and think of some, some way mm. you could possibly win on March 28 at the Catfish Hotel. No, we're going to win. Well, Leave it with us. I'm not scared of Carlo. Uh, well, sure. well, 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 she's going to win. I've got faith. Well, she's, well, she's going to win. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we are going to win. That's we're right. That's right. We, I'm just, we, we're I'm just getting win. on my AEW casino game to see the odds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Tony, that was funny. And you better get your announcing voice on because don't forget you're announcing at WrestleCraft. Very much looking forward to that. Announcing us as winners. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for giving us our first opponents, Jeff. Yeah. Then you'll have to let us know who we're playing in the final as well. Yeah. In the next few weeks, we'll find out who we're playing in the final, I'm sure. And I want to let you know that tickets are moving quite quickly. So if your listeners are interested... They better get in soon. Try to yeah, or the Comedy Festival website. Find tickets. Look for WrestleBrainia. B-R-A-I-N-A-I. Beautiful stuff. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you coming on and giving us that information. Well, she, you looked a little bit. Uh, this, your face went white there for a second. Look, obviously, obviously, Carlo's a accomplished wrestler. Uh, he's a frightening individual. Um, but so I can be too. I've been doing my boxing training with Gore. You have? Might have to bring your trainer down. I don't think Carlo's going to be worried about this. It's it's a quiz show. It's not a physical challenge show. Well, she yeah. should be fine. Should be. Beat him with well, brains, not brawn. He's intimidated quite easily, though. I know that. We're, we're winning by hook or by crook. And if I have to get physical, I'll get physical from behind. Yes, I've heard that's the way you like us. Well, do we do we have to stick up for him if he if he gets lippy with Carlo, Tony? Do we have I to? Know. 
defend the reputation of the show. Like, yes, I'll, quick, I'll, ease, I'll easily join on the grid with well, you on a Tuesday. Though. I mean, Tony's probably not going to be much help. He's only got one leg. No, I can't. I'm the ground yeah, announcer as right. well, so I've sort of got to look it's, after. It's on you, professional right. status there. That's right. You're, yeah, my, you're my, you're my um, muscle because you're definitely not the brains of the operation. Well, I could. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Actually, my okay. knee might. Don't panic. Yeah, no, you'll be right. We'll have a team meeting off air. Don't worry. We'll be right. Hey, let's tell everyone what's coming up around uh, the wrestling world. PCW Slam is on in Ferntree Gully on Friday, the 5th of March. That's, of course, this Friday. And on Saturday, the 6th of March, PCW Ignition returns in Ferntree Gully. Deathmatch Down Under present their rescheduled Kicking Sandcastle show in Melbourne. And PWSA in Adelaide are running a show. Tickets are $15 for that. Thanks for joining us. Boys, we'll catch you again next week. Hey, do you reckon it's too late to get a new opponent? No. Did you write no, kicking speak- sandcastles? Isn't it smashing sandcastles? Yeah, it's, it's smashing, Tony. Thanks. You set me up again. Yeah. Well, I think Jeff also, did the run sheet all, this week. It's also the pronunciation of sandcastles that got me. <laughs> Jeff matched down under present their rescheduled smashing sandcastle show in <laughs> Melbourne. No, it's going to be a smashing show called Kicking Sandcastles. It'll be a smashing show. There's no doubt about it. Make sure you... I think it's sold out. So if you haven't got a ticket, bad luck. Well, if you haven't got a ticket, call me. I might have one. Hmm. I might have two if Tony's leg for it doesn't get better. Well, we'll see how that goes in the next day or two. All right, boys. Catch you next week. See you later, guys. Thank you for joining us right here on the Turnbuckle on mypodcasthouse.com. I might be cutting the brakes to Carlo's car.